and welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Tuesday, March 17th, 2020. Hope that you all are doing well. Listen, if you're new to the podcast, I want to say thank you for tuning in. Make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. For those of you all that are returning, thank you so much for your continued support. And I ask that you continue to do the same thing by supporting this episode, by liking, sharing, and subscribing or encouraging somebody else to do the same thing. Uh, look, I am going to just shoot straight from the hip today. Uh, I've been working a lot. Obviously, we are all in an interesting space right now when it comes to life changing with this pandemic of this virus right now. And of course, we're being shut down and we're being told to quarantine and self-quarantine. And so with that being the case, life is just like completely changing, right? Our daily flow has been just like literally swept from under us and we don't know what to do. I tripped out. Listen, my barber canceled on me, y'all. I'm like, I'm hurt. You feel me? Like I was supposed to get a haircut tomorrow and now I'm about to be out here looking like God knows what for the next two weeks at least. And y'all know black people don't cut their own hair unless they really skilled. So I am in the struggle of struggle, right? And then in that, uh, the gym is closed. So I'm out here turning into Instabay doing all of these uh, at-home workouts like these stay-at-home moms. And, you know, it, you know, at this point, squat is life. It is what it is. So I'm out here. I know you all are having some changes as well, and we are having to do some things that we normally wouldn't do. But with that being the case, I think it's important for us to just continue to dive deeper into how can we make the best necessary changes for life right now in this moment. And today, this episode is going to be very specific. Um, and it is going to be geared towards my uh, high school students who are in this transition right now. And then my college age students who are in this transition right now as well. Uh, those of you all focused around college access and success and more specifically my trio family. So for those of you all that don't know, I am an alum of the trio student support service program, which is a part of a greater um, program that helps students all throughout the country. Trio is, it was started back in 1965, Lyndon B. Johnson founded this um, organization, this program that would be able to assist and help, you know, students who came from low income backgrounds, students with disabilities, students who uh, were veterans, and then also students who were the first gen or first in their family to go to college. And so with that being the case, um, this program has been able to stand the test of times. And it is about in every college that you see throughout this country, making such a difference in the lives of the students throughout this country, giving them an opportunity to truly show their talents in uh, a moment's time where maybe they wouldn't normally be able to because of the lack of access that doesn't always exist in college, right? But shout out to my trio family. I wanted to do this specifically. I got a chance to talk to a few of you all um, before I went ahead and recorded this because I told you, you know, my heart is for the students. I want to see students do well. And obviously I know that we all are carrying unique struggles right now. So whether you are a trio student or whether you are a student that is involved in gear up or college access and success, maybe you're upward bound, maybe you're just a college or a high school age student that listens to this podcast and not necessarily connected to any of the programs programs. This is for you. I'm going to breeze through this. I think it's very important. Y'all stay with me. Um, I, and I want to just do one quick thing. And that is shout out my homegirl, Elizabeth Robinson Murray. She really 
piece this whole thing together when it came to like, hey, these are some of the most interesting areas and, and most pertinent conversation points for students and, and from what she's seeing with her students and some other folks chimed in and agreed as well. And so I just want to go through these because the reality is, is that I know it's very easy and people tend to think that, oh, yeah, you know, students are going to love this. They don't have to do anything. They can be lazy now. They can, you know, just kind of sit back, take their foot off the gas and chill. And that's not necessarily the case because the reality is, is that life is still going on. It's just a matter of us altering. So students, tune in with me real quick. I want to just impress upon you all a few thoughts in this moment that really stick out to me and that I think we can all lean into when it comes to what is this moment right now with the self-quarantine, with schools being closed. I know some are closed until uh, mid-April. Um, I've talked to some colleges already that are like, yo, like we're canceling graduation. So they're going through May. And, and so it's an ebb and flow for everybody, right? But with that, I think that there is an opportunity for us to take from this, learn and grow, right? And so like I said, life is altering right now. Um, this moment though, that, that we have an alteration in is so much bigger than this moment that we're currently in. Um, one of the things that I, I, I want to really just drive home for you guys, and this is my first point for you all in this podcast, is that um, even though the moment is being altered, the situation is changing. Um, the situation itself, yes, it changed. But the reality is, is that um, in this change of the situation, what we've got to understand is that our approach cannot change right now. We always like we y'all know how it is. Definitely for us that are millennials, Gen Y, Gen Z, we use that term a lot like, yo, keep that same energy, period. Right. Like and this is that moment. Right. Like we've got to challenge ourselves to make sure that we're keeping the same energy when it comes to the effort and the investment that we're putting in for every bit of our work for every bit of, of of the communication aspect when it comes to how we now have to be online, right? And so we don't have a teacher over our back. We don't have a professor who is going to hawk down on us during this time. But the expectation is still for us to be able to be responsible enough to make sure that we're keeping the same energy as if we were face-to-face, -face, as if we were in a classroom setting, right? And so you got to understand that the situation itself might look a little different, yo, but your approach has has to be the same to a degree, right? Your approach has to still be you, your investment and the betterment for yourself and your future, right? Um, one of the things that I was thinking about in this is this question that I want you all to consider and ask yourself. And that is, how can this setback really be a setup for something greater for you? How can what you're experiencing right now, because I get it, like this is a moment for all of us. And I don't want y'all to be fooled. Like, I'm not going to hold you. It, it, the reality is, is that adults put out all of this stuff about like, yo, we expect this from you and that from you. And y'all need to hear it straight up. Like adults themselves, your teachers, your staff members, the, the professionals that are helping you. Don't let them fool you. They're in a struggle bus too. They are in a moment where they have to learn to hold themselves accountable when it comes to like, yo, like, even though I got time off right now and I'm not going to be in front of my students, like, I still need to make sure that I'm hopping up in the morning to answer emails, to answer calls, to do what I got to do. And the reality is, is that we're all human. So the age really isn't the determining factor. It's the, this, it's more of the reality at the fact that we're all flawed human beings. We all carry, um, that, that DNA in us that says like, yo, like 
at the end of the day, we we have those moments where even though we know what the decision should be, how we should approach it, like we don't always do that. Right. And so I don't want y'all to be fooled thinking that, you know, you got to be perfect in this. But what I am encouraging and asking from everybody who tunes into this is can you take the time to not shoot for perfection, but rather practice some form of excellence that can help you when it comes to setting yourself up for success after we get through this pandemic, after we find ourselves back in the space, whenever that might be of getting in the classroom setting and what, you know, and whatnot. And so the question remains, and I guess you can call this the second point, how can this setup, I'm sorry, how can this setback really be a setup for something greater for you? Um, and, and, and I think in that we have got to realize that our investment during this current season can either elevate us or keep us average. Right. And so I'm gonna let y'all in on this because this is something that I've actually been doing more in my webinars lately and and in my one-on-one client work, um, with people who are entrepreneurs. So for those of you all that don't know, who might be new to this podcast, I'm an author of six books. I travel the country speaking. And this is why I think the whole work with trio was so important for me is because I'd say about 50% of the work that I do, which is a lot, um, has to do with traveling to these different colleges, working with these different programs that are trio specific. And so, uh, with that being said, um, I, I know what it's like as an entrepreneur. I, I run this podcast. I also do consulting for companies, nonprofits, Fortune 500, you name it. And so I, I'm, I'm getting a chance to see this from every side. Right. And so one of the things that's happening right now with us having this, quote unquote, shutdown or quarantine is that from the professional standpoint, many folks who find themselves as small business owners or entrepreneurs we are facing a little bit of a financial detriment. I'll let y'all in. Like yesterday, literally two of the events, I I was supposed to be flying out to New York to speak later on this week, got canceled. Right after I got off that phone call, got another call. I was supposed to be presenting face-to-face in Oklahoma um, for the ODSA conference with a bunch of the trio professional development professionals. And I'm their keynote speaker. And they're like, well, we're not canceling it, but what we're doing is going virtual, which means that now I've got to change my approach. If you've ever seen me speak, y'all know how interactive I am face-to-face face y'all know like I don't play no games I let it all out there and I get busy and now I'm like man like this has to change right like my normal way of presenting um as far as how I would move the room is going to look different because now I got to do this from the comfort of a of an office space from the comfort of a studio and still come with that same energy still come with that same impact but at the end of the day one of the things that I'm understanding is that I cannot change up how I choose to invest in this season what I choose to do when it comes to the effort put in in this season and I just want to encourage the exact same thing with you all right Like, how do you plan on investing right now? What do you plan on doing that will continue to help you be set up for success, not just for the moment, but for the long run? Because this is what's going to happen, man. Look, we talk so much about an economy and a world around us where you have the quote unquote haves and the have nots. And I'll be real with you all. Like, obviously, opportunity, privilege, those play a, a big part in the haves and the have nots. But what I will say is 
this for those of us that don't come from a silver spoon fed type of lifestyle for those of us that weren't born with the have privilege that some of our peers have what's going to set us apart really is the investment that we make the things that we do right now how we choose to approach each day when the responsibility level is heavy on us but the push for us to actually have to do it isn't the same where somebody isn't always looking over our shoulder, where we can take the time to be more invested into our distractions and into things that will continuously pull us away. Now, hear me, hear me, hear me well. I know we got a lot of gamers that are tuning in right now. I'm not saying that you can't game. I'm not saying that you can't take the time to have some fun. Obviously, this is going to present itself as somewhat of a break because you are not in that school setting that says you got to hop from class to class. And the reality is, is that online training and the online courses look a little different than they do with you being in class, which means that I'd say you probably have maybe an hour and a half to almost two hours that are going to look different from your in-between time and your movement time if you were in school right now or if you were in class. And so all I'm saying is, is that since you know that there's a shift in those moments, can you be a little more intentional in your investment, right? My next point for you all, and I've been saying this in all of my speeches for God knows how long now, and I stick to this. I believe it's, it's true. Leaders of all kinds are born through times of adversity. And right now, where we currently sit is what I like to consider an adverse time, right? And so now in this adverse moment where life is changing, where the coronavirus has us kind of crippled, where life doesn't look the same, some of us aren't able to work. We're watching family members struggle. Mom is, is getting cut on the on the hours of the job right now. Dad ain't getting to work in. Grandma, aunt, uncle, whoever the provider is for you all, it looks a little different right now because everything is closing down. It's not just the colleges. It's not just the high schools, restaurants, right? Grocery stores, areas where people usually have to be in order to work is shutting down. And what we're starting to see is that our livelihood is affected sometimes by the livelihood of other people. So what am I saying? I need for you all to understand that even though the livelihood is being affected, your money is being affected, the finances look different. You might find yourself in what we would call a debilitating moment right now. Confusion is setting in. You don't know where your next is coming from. You might not know what you're going to do. I'm here to let you know that in this moment with your back against the wall as somebody who has been called to lead, and I'm not talking about myself, I'm talking about you as a leader, a future leader, as somebody who was going to create such a great impact in this world, your impact starts in moments like this. Your impact starts through this adverse time. So what am I saying? Now is the time for you to figure out what gifts and talents you possess that can be put on display right now that can change your life. And this does not always have to flow from the aspect of a uh, of a of a gift or a talent that um, that has to be always focused around like the educational aspect. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. We got social media sitting in front of us right now. And this is the moment where 
we 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 get on and, and maybe you are more of a funny character. So it's comedy for you. Maybe it's more of you hopping on the space of being in front of a camera and giving words of encouragement. Maybe it's you even in this space right now in high school or college where you decide to take advantage of that little uh, snippet at the at the top of this podcast that says, yo, let me download Anchor and go ahead and create a podcast. Like, do not limit yourself when it comes to what you possess that can really be life-changing. Do not limit yourself when it comes to some of the things that you are phenomenal at that you can actually take and use as a moment to not only create like a great impact and change for the lives of people around you, but that you can also utilize as a moment to change life for yourself as a moment where, and I said this a few weeks ago, I did a, um, a keynote at the Ohio um, Student Leadership Conference and, and just talking to the students about how, look, even in your young age, even with where you are right now, you deserve a seat at the table. You are able, capable to manage and, and hold strong um, when it comes to having a seat at this table. And guess what? If the table isn't there, this is a great time for you to create a table where the people around you can eat as well, where you are creating something where other people can be put on, where you are creating something to where those around you can thrive. Because the reality is, is that we all lean on each other and collaboration is a huge piece, right? So I wanna give you all a few things and I just wanna credit my homegirl Elizabeth um, for this because she was the one that really brought this thing to life. But Elizabeth Robinson Murray um, put this out there, right? And so these are, I think, some essential areas just from a very um, specific and simplistic uh, standpoint that we can take right now. And this is for my students, right? Simple things that you can do right now because you're moving to online classes for the rest of your semester. The first thing that I need for you all to understand is that with all of this, and Elizabeth talked about this. Communication is key. Communication will be so important for you um, now more than ever, because like I said, the responsibility is on you, but ain't nobody about to press you to do it. Nobody's about to apply extra pressure that says, yo, do it. The expectation is for you to be able to step up in this moment and get it done. Right. So can you challenge yourself in this to embrace this new form of communication? Can you take that time where you sitting on the toilet for 30 minutes to an hour and you're not even using a bathroom? You simply scrolling on social media and your legs starting to feel like static. Can you take that time in those moments where you say, oh, well, I just lost track of time. Can you not lose track of time? And can you take that time to communicate what needs to be communicated? Whatever the needs are for you when it comes to, hey, I don't understand this. Can you please specify? Can you please elaborate? Maybe it's it's a mix up in the system. If you know that, you know, you're not going to have access to the Internet. Can you do me a favor? Can you take the time to be proactive in contacting the trio support staff that's there for you to let them know about your situation and in this? Because the reality is, is that while your situation is so valid, right, you might not have the accessibility that everybody else has. The reality is, is that some things are being curated and created right now to where it can still be done. So Infinity, uh, I'm sorry, Xfinity and some of these other Internet places right now are offering two months free where 
worth of internet during this pandemic with stuff like this, right? What I'm saying is, is that we gotta be careful not to make excuses for the fact that we were too lazy to really jump down and jay down on some things that we should have so that we could communicate them in advance and still succeed the way that we're supposed to. I just wanna encourage y'all to do that. Yo, family, make sure you are checking your emails, right? This is my next point for y'all. Like seriously, check your emails. Don't just sit there and let them jokers pile up. And this is coming from somebody, I'm gonna put myself on blast right now. This is coming from somebody who currently has 100,000 emails sitting in their, um, in their inbox. And this is split between four inboxes, right? So don't judge me before you judge me, right? And I'm challenging y'all, so I clearly I gotta challenge myself. <laughs> the vast majority of these emails are from, um, all of these different companies that have me on their emailing list, which is so crazy right now because we're going through this whole coronavirus piece and I'm getting emails that I didn't even want about how companies that I ain't shopped at in two to three years are letting me know how they're responding to COVID-19. Like fam, stop trying to sell me on something right now. We is broke. Leave me alone. Right. And so <laughs> I, I, I get it. Right. And I'm like, I've been so agitated with these emails to the point where I'm like, Hey bro, you got to clean out all this spam in your email address, right? You got to clean it out. But more importantly, man, just make sure that we're staying in tune. We're checking our emails when we're supposed to during this time, because even though we're moving to an online space, things are still time sensitive, right? And in checking your emails, listen, I want to encourage you all to reach out to your instructors. You never know how that can be beneficial for you in the long run even with all of the stuff that you have going on right now. And I'm going to tell you a quick story and we're going to close this podcast out. But for me personally, I um, I was in my senior year, literally getting ready to graduate SSS program at Northern Illinois University. And I am taking one of the hardest communication classes of my life. And this teacher was a brick wall. She was tough. She really, I mean, yo, like she came in, Shorty was like, yo, my favorite holiday is Halloween. When she told me that, I knew she was different, different. I'm like, yep, you, you, you about a different life for me. And so in that, I knew she was going to be very hardcore anal. She's called some of the students out before in class like this chick. I, I It was different, man. I'm not going to hold you. But I will say this, though. Um... I took the challenge to stay connected with her during that semester. And the reason why was because I was struggling heavily in this communications class, which wasn't normal for me because most of my comms classes I was acing. But this one was more about a lot of the internal sides of communication. And she told us straight up before the semester started, she intentionally makes the class hard. And so I'm like, all right, well, cool. If this is what she's doing, I got to figure this out. So this is what I did. Black student, one of only maybe four at the max in a classroom of about 275 to 300. Most of the black students, because of intimidation and fear and being in this space, we sat in the black. All of us did. Right. So I changed up a few things in how I approached that semester. I started sitting down in the front of that lecture hall with all of the other white students in that space. Outside of that, I also went to her office hours every Tuesday and Thursday just to be intentional about the communication with her. 
And I'm glad that I did. And here's why. This class, as far as grading was concerned, it was based off of four quizzes, two exams, and one paper. I <laughs> I failed a decent amount of those quizzes. And they weren't hard fails. They were like 62, 63%. So it's like a D. And then she was so anal on the paper. I got, originally I got uh, 45 on the paper. But then I, I went to tutoring. I got some extra help on it. Went to talk to my TA. And when I turned in the final paper, I got like a 78. Like she was just not going, right? I felt stupid. I'm not going to hold y'all. I felt really dumb, like as if something was wrong with me, right? And so in that, I went to those office hours. Um, I, I did everything I could to just be in her face, to let her see how serious I was. And at the end of the semester, when the final grade went in, um... I had already had it made up in my mind that I was failing this class because I added it up and I added it up and I was like, I'm at a 63. And I went to her office because when I logged in to, I know a lot of people are using Canva right now, it used to be Blackboard. I had a 69% for my final grade. Now, granted, it's a D. But I learned in college that sometimes D's get degrees, okay? Do not judge me. My life has turned out pretty well. But what I'm saying is, is that I was scared because I thought she messed up. And I went to go see her. And I'm like, hey, so I failed your class, but it's saying here that I didn't. And she was like, no, you didn't fail my class. And I was like, but I added up everything when it came to the grades. And she was like, yeah, she was like, I know, but. She was like, you earn this. And I was like, how did I earn it if my score was five points less? And she was like, because she was like, I went ahead and I changed up essentially some points on your paper, re-looking at it and giving you the five extra points. She was like, but you earned it not just through the paper. She was like, but simply because of the fact that you stayed in communication with me the entire semester. And she was like, you were literally one of only maybe four to five students who have been consistent in my office. She was like, you were the most consistent by far. She was like, but out of 300 students, you and five, four others were the ones that actually took me up on office hours. She was like, I got tired of seeing you, but she was like, I appreciated the fact that you were consistent in your communication with me. And I just want to impress that upon you all as we close this podcast out, because the reality is, is that some of us are going to listen to this and we're not going to take in all this information. Some of us are going to listen to this and we still going to make the same moves that we was making before we listened to this podcast. If we just keeping it a stack, like that's what we're going to do. But in that, can you at least because you know that there might be some areas where you might be a little more lazy and maybe you don't take the full approach that you should, can you learn to be consistent with your professors? Can you learn to be consistent with the instructors, the teachers, everybody who's giving you assignments right now, right? And in that, can you give yourself a fighting chance in this? And this is why I'm saying this, because the reality is, is that you practicing these basic life skills right now when it comes to maintaining a relationship and keeping communication is not just for this moment. 
This is what you're going to have to do when it comes to life in general, being consistent with the people around you. And I'm not trying to brag or boast when I talk about this, but I'm just going to be completely honest with y'all because I've lived it. Listen, some of the biggest and literally highest paid, I'm talking about 10,000 plus um, dollars on like a single speech have come from simple life relationship skill building. It's come from being able to consistently communicate with people, not trying to sell them, but allowing them to see my heart and my person. And I want to encourage you all right now, even though you might be doing it from a standpoint of work, please understand that you are currently in doing this, actually making an investment to how you will approach relationships that, like I said, will either keep you average, whether it be financially, mentally, emotionally, or that will elevate you and put you to where you want to be and beyond. So please do me a favor. Keep that energy. Keep that energy, invest, learn now, do what you need to do when it comes to building those relationships and being intentional, keeping that communication going, not being prideful and ego driven and not asking for help, but simply like for real, for real, being able to reach out in these moments right now where you know that you need it the most and don't feel bad about it from the standpoint of peer pressure and people around you making you feel like, oh, bro, you lame, or since you lame right now, because this is how you going to use your time? Like, we got all the time in the world to do it. Let's turn up right now. Don't do that. Don't set yourself up for failure. Literally, last week before it's time to either go back to school or have everything turned in, and you scrambling, and you you literally spent the last few weeks turning up and went absolutely nowhere. If your turn up ain't leading to a come up, you're not turning up at all. So my question is, how are you turning up right now? And what's the come up going to be for you when it comes to your life looking different and being different once this quarantine moment is over through all this whole pandemic? That's my that's my word for y'all today. Listen, I'm going to be very intentional over however long this takes to continue to put out messages specifically for my college access and success students, my trio students, Upper Bound, SSS, McNair, ETS. Um, my UB math and science, all of you guys gear up, you're up. I'm going to be very intentional about putting out at least one message for you all a week. So look, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you got any questions, look, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Few ways you can get a hold of me. My, my, uh, my Instagram is richard.taylorjr. I'm most active on there. That's richard.taylorjr. Um, my website, richardtaylorjr.com. There you'll be able to find out more about me. You'll be able to see all of the videos from all of the speeches and snippets that I've got posted. Some super heavy, phenomenal work there. I do a lot of work on the mental health side, so you got a lot there. On my website as well, you'll be able to find my six books. There you can order your copies or shout out to the directors listening to this. This is the perfect time. You save 25% by ordering the books directly from me. That is my trio price. That is my trio promise. Um, And then also too, um, Facebook, Richard L. Taylor Jr. But I'm here for you all. I want to hear from you. If you've got questions, since I'm going to be opening this up as a series for our college access and success students, 
I want to be able to hear from you. Maybe you've got some specific questions when it comes to how you can navigate this space that you're in right now with life changing. I want to hear from you and I'll feature you on this podcast. We'll talk about whatever it is you want to talk about and we will move forward in this together as a community. I'm going to close this podcast off with a quote that I usually use at the end of all of my speeches and at the end of this podcast. It says you're not losing a life. You're not failing. You are simply between the dream. What is between the dream? It's not just the title of this podcast. It's not just the title of one of my books. Between the dream is a lifestyle. Between the dream is literally the point between your present moment and your promise. That middle area, I like to call this the process. Between the dream is the process. When you embrace your process, you embrace your progress. And when you embrace your progress, you can walk into every promise, every purpose, and every plan meant for your life. I love y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Trio Works, talk to you soon.